This is a National Arts Center podcast. You're listening to NEC Dance with Kathy Levy, a podcast series featuring dance creators from Canada and abroad. In this last episode of the 2021-2022 season, Kathy chats with world-renowned Greek artist Dimitris Papawanou on the eve of the North American exclusive National Art Center presentation of his new work, Transverse Orientation. Here you are. Welcome. Welcome to Ottawa. Welcome to Canada's National Art Center, Dimitris. I'm so happy that you're finally here. This has been an interesting, long process. We've been waiting for you through COVID and various other uh, machinations, but I'm really thrilled that you're going to be here presenting Transverse Orientation uh, for our public three shows. So it's great. It's great. Thank you so much for that invitation, and thank you for making it happen, finally. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud to be the first international thing happening it's, after this this uh, global adventure it's great and it, and through a uh, interesting um, situation we end up with the North American exclusive presentation of transverse orientation yeah. so yeah. that's kind of wonderful as well yeah yeah well. It, it took it took a lot of, of improvisation uh, to to organize and reschedule this tour at least five times and now we're we're um, One year touring with this show. It's great. And you're going to continue for at least another six, six months. months. Okay, yes, great. Yes. So what's the pandemic been like for you? I mean, particularly, I hate to jump to the pandemic right away, but uh, every country and every artist has had to deal with it differently. I know, I know. It's embarrassing to say that it has been wonderful for me because, <laughs> I, I, you know, of course, I, did, I didn't lose anybody that I loved and no, nobody got sick from the people around me and it has not been tragic uh, financially for me. So that's why I could have a, uh, I could have a completely different uh, take on that experience. You know, the, the pandemic, the, the first lockdown uh, in Athens happened exactly two months uh, in the rehearsals of Transverse Orientation. And this is about the time, I usually take like four months to complete a show, and, and this is about the time where I do have to accept that the material I have is probably the best I'm going to get, and I do have to do a show with that material. And this is the worst period <laughs> in in rehearsals. This is this is where I really hate myself and I, I see the limitations of, 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 of the stuff, and, and you know, I, I always much bigger than what I can do so when when we had to stop it was like I didn't have to go to school hmm. and and then uh, springtime was happening in in Athens and I haven't been seeing my balcony blooming for like five years that I've been, you've been on the road right yes <laughs> yes and and um, I, I, I I started painting again I started uh, you know I experienced what most people have experienced like not having to be myself not having to be chasing my work and myself and it was really really an incredible rejuvenating time for me and and i you know i have been delaying for 50 years to learn how to drive and i did that in the oh pandemic. my gosh <laughs> and th th this is growing up for me finally wow, something on the positive <laughs> list well i do want to get back to transverse orientation in a few minutes but you mentioned painting and i i read that you became a student at the age of 17 of a greek painter an iconic greek painter whose name yanis 
Tsaroukis. Tsaroukis. Tsaroukis, yes. He's a, a huge icon of contemporary Greece. There was, there was a generation of, of artists that redefined the, um, the Greek identity. And I, I was proud to be one of them, uh, uh, to, to be accepted as a teacher. And, and I say a teacher, but I, I was allowed to be around him. That, 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 that was the teaching. And okay. I, I was around to be, I was allowed to be around the, his uh, studio and his very humble house. And he, he taught me things about life and being able to see that, uh, that, um, that are still holding up to this day. He, he, he built the foundations of my sensitivity. And I, I'm, really, I'm really grateful that I had this completely different kind of contemporary artist attitude. Nothing to do with careers, nothing to do with curators, nothing to do with just, just uh, um, humble things in poetry. But did you as a child think that you would be an artist? Was dance oh, yes, a calling yes, yes. or visual art a calling? No, yes, yes. I, I had been painting since I was uh, an infant and I was also mm -hmm. sculpting with plaster and, and my teachers were paying very much, they were paying attention to this talent and I have been encouraged a lot. But my, my father didn't want me to be an artist. Mm -hmm. He didn't want me to. I had to run away from home to do that. But Nevertheless, I was, I was, it, it was my calling. I didn't know that I would turn to the theater. I, I, for that, I had no idea, even though I have, I have childhood memories of uh, performing on my own. But painting was, um, was, was my uh, initial talent. So when did the theater call you? Well, I met a woman, Mary Trutti, when I was... Um, I was uh, 18 and a half, 19. I had already entered the, um, the succeeded to, to, to be in the um, School of Fine Arts in uh, Athens after, uh, after my years with Janis Tsaroukis. And she, she was just looking for boys because boys were not um, very... It was, not, it was not common to have boy dancers. Because they had boy. fathers who didn't want them to be dancers, <laughs> yes, probably. Yes, yes, It's a gay issue. And, and, uh, uh, or the artist uh, issue. Uh, right? yeah, That's not yeah, a career for my son. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. And, 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 uh, and she asked me to, to, to join, and I joined, and I never left. That's amazing. But the visual arts is always there, of course, in your work because you, you're. I yeah. see you as such a designer, and you know it's not just about the steps; it's about the whole concept, isn't it? Well, it's definitely not at all about steps because I don't know how to do steps. I don't know how to organize steps. You know, my teacher, Tsaroukis, told me that that um, once explained to me what it is to be looking at things like a painter and and how lonely it would feel trying to explain to other people that are non-painters what that means and 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 the painters know what i'm talking about and this these this is my only weapon this is my only tool that i look at things this way and that's how i do theater so i do theater from a painter's eye i hate theater that is tableau vivant i'm trying not to do that and it's a big misunderstanding when i hear that my work uh, is not about the change of image it's not about the image it's the, the eternal flow of image but but my only way of, of of comprehending anything is through the eyes of a painter are you saying that some people would say your work is a particular tableau vivant and you resist that? I, I, well, 
it, it's not for me to say what my work is, but but I can reflect on what other people think about it. Because the visual aspect of my work is intense. Uh, there is uh, sometimes in, in explaining what I do, they use the term tableau vivant, which is actually a dead um, uh, composition that is supposed to be a still life on 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 stage what what i'm struggling to do is to create an eternal flow of images uh, uh, morphing from one image to the other is the dance itself that i think i am doing i i, I i'm not i'm not trying to arrange mm-hmm. um, images uh, to stay mm-hmm. in a way what was the impetus for you like in i think it was in the late 80s when you actually had the means in Athens to create a company around you? Yeah, well, I never had the means to create a company. I had a company and then this company got successful and then I was given all the means possible. I mean, gradually uh, building up to the to the, to the opening ceremony of uh, 2004, Olympic Games, and after that especially, I was, I was almost the only one that was given so many resources to, to to do stuff. Do you remember that moment when somebody rang you or sent you a yeah. note saying, and what was that like? I mean, well, I was on my bicycle and they told <laughs> me that that we that the Olympic Committee wanted to see me and then I went there and I was I was very blasé about it because because I uh, I, I I didn't think that they meant it. Because usually, you know, they, they, they are looking for artists to do what what they want to do. But then I realized it was the opposite. They had no idea what they wanted to do and they wanted me to present. And, and, and I arranged that I would have a contract only upon a very specific idea that would pass. So I worked on that idea um, and I presented it and I still didn't think that they mean it. But then they told me, we want your idea. And then... I thought they would not commit to it, but they did commit to it. And then I had to decide. And and that was the moment where I had a lot of dilemmas. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, of course, I ended up doing what you have to do, accept the challenge. It was incredible. <laughs> it was incredible. I mean, I did. I mean, I got to only watch it on television, but I have. I didn't know your name at the time. But then, of course, everybody did know your name <laughs> after that. Your life must have changed quite no, dramatically. In some well, ways. my life changed dramatically, but for different reasons. Because nobody, n- nobody in, in our business really um, respects people that do these things. And 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 I don't know if it's correct or not. But but the, I, I I don't think anybody knew my name after that. I think I think uh, we know my name because Claire Verlet uh, in 2014 saw Still Life and decided to, to program it in Teatro de la Ville. And then it exploded from there. Then Avignon came for a co-production and then I'm traveling around the world. And now you know my name. And then you can associate uh, me with the guy that did the, the, the Greek opening ceremony. So it did not change my life this way, mm-hmm. but it changed my life because of, of the magnitude of achievement. So there, is, there are certain issues of ego that were settled and uh, the, the misconception uh, of fame to get this out of the way, that fame is not useful at all, so that you know that. So I knew that on, on at the age of 40 and also that I, I, I started surviving on a completely different financial level mm-hmm. and very, very different from what an artist of my kind um, was perceived to survive on 
uh, till that day. Mm -hmm. So th these things were very important mm -hmm. for, for the evolution of an artist, but, but not in terms of career and, and people admiring my work, right, not at but all. It, but it is interesting because I, I've, we've known other artists, other colleagues of yours and mine that have gone on to have some of these opportunities and the, their names are rarely mentioned in these events because they aren't fortuitous to whatever, the Olympics or the Expo committees, right? Yeah. But I do think now there is more of a bridge between artists who are doing um, their artistic expression and those bigger productions that are searching out those kind of unique voices. Maybe there's a fatigue with the same old, same old and a desire to have well, well, I an think, original I think, identity. Well, I think, I think there's a good reason to distinguish the art market from the big shows market and it's it's a pity that I do have the uh, to use the work market for both <laughs> territories, but but you know I th I think there's a good reason because um, now what you're going to see here you you can just be completely from um, uh, you 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 can hold me responsible for even attempting to talk about these things or if, selecting these people selecting the style everything. Uh, if 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 you see the Olympic ceremonies, you will have to judge me on how good an artist I am when I am doing a national propaganda. It's a completely different work. Mm -hmm. You you have uh, you have a huge amount of freedom in expressing um, your your opinion about the circumstance and about the culture that you are called to serve, but you cannot be critical. You cannot be ridiculous. You cannot be destructive. You have to be positive. So it's a completely different work. It takes an artist to an artist to do it, but it's not art. It's propaganda. It's completely different. It's like working for an advertising company. Only the advertising product is the culture of a country. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So let's go back to Claire Verlaine and uh, she brings, it's interesting to be reminded that that work was still life when we've just been talking about Tableau Vivant and the sort of idea. <laughs> yes, yes, and, yes. And that was the first work that toured. Um, I'm just curious, you presented that work in Greece at the at National Theatre there, I believe, before it went on to tour not, not at the National Theatre, I, I presented it in uh, the Onassis Centre. Okay. Uh, and uh, and then that's where Claire Verle saw it like one month before okay. the premiere, and she booked it. And, and around Claire Verle's choice, there, there was a small tour arranged, and, and this was the first collaboration that I had with Julian Momert, my uh, manager and, and and my tour manager and and uh, he worked around this Theatre de la Ville invitation and he created a small tour but then when the premiere in Paris happened the tour exploded and also we were assigned for the first uh, international co-production uh, by the Festival d'Avignon and Theatre de la Ville and I did great, The Great Tamer which enjoyed an even bigger uh, tour and then I did the first you know the, the, the Zeitze for the first non Pinabaus work in the Pinabaus company right. and then I did transverse orientation and ink and here we are with transverse orientation here, here we are and what do you, is there a difference in the way the work is received in your home yes. then can you talk about that a yes bit? yes well it's complicated it has to do with uh, family issues you know the Mediterraneans we have a lot of family issues <laughs> I, I, I was I was I was lucky enough to be very 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 well received in my home country and this creates uh, this creates a, a, um, a, a double tension I am I am their own child they're very proud of me but but uh, also I lasted a bit too long 
I've lasted for many years and, and I have pioneered the scene for many years and this brings a lot of, you know, second thoughts and, and a certain kind of exhaustion and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of taken for granted. But when, when, when I started um, traveling, the experience was breathtaking because the, the, um, the, there were no preconceptions about the work, there were no expectations, there was only the surprise of discovery. And, 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 and also that I, I contacted audiences that could react to humor in the sacred moment more freely, which has always been my, my, um, my attempt to, 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 to spice up with humor uh, and ridiculous moments uh, and tragedy, the um, uh, an atm a dreamlike atmosphere that I like to attempt to create, and 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 also breaking the moments of uh, sacredness that that I am trying to create, you know, as as a as a Greek, <laughs> this is part of my of my heritage, and and uh, so I f I found um, a completely different. Um, um, approach, and it's not homogenized. It's it's different in 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 continents and in countries. I I much prefer the um, the response I had in the international audiences because they were expecting nothing from me, mm. and it's very nice to be uh, uh, directly work-oriented, art-oriented relationship. It's, it's so liberating. It's mm -hmm. really li liberating. So yes, there are, and there are still differences. Uh, I mean, right now that, um, that my Athenian audiences are very proud that I'm traveling the whole world and they're now just uh, a part of, 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 of uh, international audiences, still uh, the, um, the, the reception is different. Enthusiastic, nevertheless. Mm -hmm. But it's interestingly, it's like, you know, like your parents, in a way, they acknowledge you, but they are never surprised yeah. by you. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to go off and be great, but they also want you to come home. Uh, yes, yes. And, and also they're not so enthusiastic about mm -hmm. it. <laughs> That's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, you mentioned that you uh, created this work for Tansita Wuppertalpina Bausch. Our, our audiences have a very strong connection with this company. We in the theater, I hear. In the in the big theater, yes. Yeah, yes and yes. Uh, we we brought them in 2004, shortly after I started here, and they hadn't been in Canada in 20 years. And we've just had this love affair with the company for a number of years, but so far have brought Pina's work, of course. So I know, you know, that company is very has a lot of impact, very profound, and you go in really as one of the first two. Artists, it's interesting because we mentioned at the beginning of our conversation that you're the first international company we've had here since the pandemic, and the second one that we're having a few weeks later is Alan Lucien Oyen. Ah, so, so, so and the two of you, yes, yes, in the same order, in the order of appearance, exactly, it, yes, exactly. Yes, yes. And I went to a portal to see the work, and I was just blown away. Incredible production, but that you're going into yet another family, yet yes, another yes. expectation, you know, of with course. the incredible Pina Bausch and this influence. Yes. In, in the shadow of, 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 of a divinity and also uh, part of a company that never, uh, you know, the curator, the, the artistic director 
invited me, but the company didn't know me and did not, you know, they had never chosen to work with me. They were just, I was just imposed on them, which was a heartbreaking um, <laughs> situation for me because I had never, ever worked with, with people that didn't choose to work with me. So we had to go through a very difficult uh, situation. Uh, some of them gave me their trust. Some of them, they just showered me with disbelief. They were very disciplined. They were amazing to collaborate with but it was very difficult until they realized that my only my only ambition is to create uh, anything interesting and that, that this has nothing to do with my career on the contrary it was like a trap <laughs> being there like, yeah it was, it's my second life trap the first one is the olympics and the second <laughs> one is the, you you uh, so but they wanted to set you up for success i mean the artistic director wanted that the no, no, no. wanted that you yes, know, yeah, i don't no, mean no. success commercial success i mean they no, wanted of course no no no, no. It was even more difficult. Idea. No, because because Adolf Binder that 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 uh, had uh, um, invited me was uh, at the period that I was creating had ve- huge tensions with uh, the administration of the company, which resulted to her removal and then to a trial and all that. And I was creating in the middle of oh, yeah. of all that, so I was invited, not wanted, and I had to work. It was very difficult. It ended up to something that is a non-finito work for me, that I love very much, and I adore the collaborators I had, and I, I, was, I fell in love with the company. I, I, I had never seen my work so fearlessly performed on stage. Very true. Plus, I have Brianna O'Mara now, mm-hmm. and I brought her, I brought her <laughs> to you, and she's an amazing actress, amazing dancer she had been six years in the company and she decided to join me for this creation so this is also um the best outcome of this collaboration mm-hmm. i could have this woman for my work mm-hmm. that's really that's that's so cool well i mean that work had a very important life within that company i mean it really i think it's seen as you know again a new door that was opened with even with all of the the troubles well i hope to... i hope i hope it was extremely well received and i had i had I have the best memories. I'm just talking about the truth because it's always very, very uh, difficult uh, to have a whole organization created for the for the vision of an amazing artist and then try to go on in any other way. So it's 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 very difficult and it's 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 a heartbreaking process for everybody, but of course life has to go on. Yes, I mean, exactly, yeah. exactly. It does make us think about that, though, you know, because of course she didn't plan her departure, she didn't plan for her heritage, so that those decisions were left to the people who who you know continued yes. after her and who've yes. been influenced yes. by her. Yeah, yes. absolutely. But I'm very happy that now they're open up opening up the archive because mm-hmm. that's what they should do. Yes. So yeah. slowly we will have yeah. on the internet all the work of Pinobar. Yes, exactly, exactly. For, exactly. There were times when you couldn't see anything of hers. Yeah. But uh, yeah. just as a side note, we're thrilled. We just announced that we're going to bring Palermo, Palermo next February, Amazing. which I think is a masterpiece. I, I saw it two months ago. Mm-hmm. I saw it, I, with the new cast, I saw it two yeah. months ago. Yeah, so we're very excited about that. Which leads me, you, you speak about family, you speak about the Athenians, Transverse orientation. I believe that that started, if I'm correct, um, about your own family, your relationship with the father you mentioned. Is yes, that, is and that my father passed away two months ago. Yes, we're sorry about that. Yes, I did. I did. Uh, I I did do it because I I saw uh, a very strong man becoming weak, and this strong man was. Uh, 
my father and and uh, I I you know it's the succession issue you know that it's your turn now that now I'm I'm the oldest male in the family suddenly uh, I have always been a responsible one but now you know not not having even the point of reference so this this was of course the show is not about that but 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 there were emotions inside me as I am I was conceiving the notion of the bull and the notion of, of this ar- archetypical um, male, uh, unhinged male instinct symbol, which is the bull and then the minotaur, and then the killing of the minotaur, the, the killing of the old from the new, the old civilization, the old monster that has to die for the new man to survive and the new society to survive. All these issues were inside me as I was playing with the material. Of course, there are numerous other issues that are at play. It's always very difficult to discuss about what a work is about. Um, but since we're in a podcast and we cannot uh, show images, <laughs> I, <laughs> we have to talk about it. Yes, that, that, was it. that was in my heart when I started. Did he ever come to see your work over the years? Yes, always. Always. He missed only this one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He was sick and then he died. Mm-hmm. But he's with you, obviously. Uh, yes, yes, yes. He has been a very important, uh, the most important man of my life. And I have created works uh, for him. And my most favorite work, uh, The Primal Matter, is uh, dedicated to him. Yeah. That was an amazing. You performed in that work, is that correct? Yes, yes. It was. It was. It was the it's exactly the point that that the terrible financial crisis had hit Athens, Greece, and um, you know it was at the point where I told you I, I had been blessed to be to have all the resources that I wanted uh, in the Athenian artistic society, and then the crisis stroke, and 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 I I thought. My only response, because I, I, I want my work to be political sideways. I never want to comment. I, I never want to have opinions. I never want to in, to impose emotional opinions about uh, supporting or not supporting. I, I'm, I'm a supporter of the human struggle for existence <laughs> in general. So I was thinking, what would my contribution be? And I thought that my contribution would be to create a work with no means at all in Absolute poverty. No sets, no lights, no music. The minimum possible people. Uh, uh, and these were two, and myself. So with the, the, I, I tried to create poetry with nothing. And I thought that would be the only message that I could, I could give um, as an artistic gen, uh, gesture from someone that has been blessed with all the resources. And this was primal matter, so I stepped on stage ten years after I hadn't hadn't been on stage, and with one partner we did this duet. So, what's that like for you? Because I know you mentioned ink, which you're also going to be performing in the piece after transverse orientation. What would what's the difference then to be the performer, delivering the things that are you're investigating versus walking into the room? with ideas and investigating those with a group of dancers? Well, there are many, many, many. It's, it's very important because it's, it's, an, it's, it's a difference of, of uh, connection. The connection is organic. It has to do with courage. It has to do with stamina. It has to do with the fight for internal compromise. It has to do with um, 
sacrifice. When you are performing, you are sacrificing yourself in a way. And, and um, the commitment is completely different. Technically, it has to do with observation also. When I'm inside the work, I have to work with a video. And this is really heartbreaking. This is really annoying, watching yourself. But there's no other way to, to be a director and a performer at the same time. Is that what you mean by the sacrifice? No, the sacrifice has to do with, 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 uh, with some kind of... of um, I don't know how to explain that, that, that clearly. But the audience needs to see a human sacrifice from the performer. And and it's a completely different work to do it, to do that sacrifice or to be asking for it. It's a completely different job. The connection with my work is is much, much more intense when I have to do it. At the same time it's very frustrating because I do want the the framework of the performance to be as good as I can make it, which means the way that it's lit, the way that it sounds, the way that it's dressed, the colors, everything to be um, how I want them to be. When I'm inside, it's very difficult to control that. So this this is this is the a difficult tension. Nevertheless, whenever I step in, I'm, probably this will be the last time because I'm already 58, uh, I, I, re, I re-fertilize my connection with my work and I remind myself that there is something deeper than um, my social identity that leads me to do, to create art. And it's a very good reminder. Because sometimes when you have, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed that my that people are interested for my work for, for many years now, and, and now the international audiences, so I'm, I'm very happy about that. But, but, but you, it, it's very easy to become what you do and to lose track of why you want to do what you do, uh, but also lose your identity when you're not doing it. All these things that the pandemic brought back. Yes. Uh, so whenever I, I, I refertilize my connection with my work and, and I, I am um, biologically reminded that it is necessity and not identity, uh, I can carry on for some more years. <laughs> so th- this is the bridge from the transverse orientation will go on for another six months and then you'll move into this other solo work, Ink. Yes, so it's, a duet. It's, it's a duet. It's a duet. Okay. It's a duet. Okay. But to, uh, to you as a performer. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I hope so. I, I mean, that's what I'm planning. It has to do with stamina also. Well, you know, we we can always look to Kazuo Ono, who I think danced until he yes, was <laughs> yes, 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 in yes. a very different way, perhaps. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. What would you What would you um, want? This might be too prescriptive a question, but what would you want audiences to take away from transverse orientation? Well, I, I don't really have. I, I don't really know. I, I, first of all, I, I I would like them to enjoy and 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 to be moved uh, and. Um, I, I, w- I would like them to be liberated um, as early in the process as possible from trying to decode in, in, in order to enjoy. I would like to put enjoyment first and decoding, store it for later. And um, 
I'm, I'm always flattered when when people tell me that the next day they wake up and 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 things take shape in their heads and their experience links them with personal experiences so i would just like them to enjoy and, and check if this uh, joy uh, is um nutritious afterwards for their <laughs> own uh, sake. Well, my experience as your audience has been that and more. Uh, so I'm sure that our audiences will go on that journey with you. Well, I hope so. I do hope so. I'm very glad. I really thank you for your time and thank you for the conversation. And we so look forward to having transverse orientation in our venue. Thank Thanks, you very Dimitrius. much. I'm going back to the theater to make sure to deliver us the, be the best possible that I can. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you again. Thank you very much. That's all for this episode of NEC Dance with Kathy Levy. Your comments and questions are important to us, so feel free to contact us at necpodcasts at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcasts at necpodcasts.ca. You can also find us as a free subscription in the podcast section of the iTunes Music Store. Until next time, goodbye from NEC Dance.